I remember a time before the Cascade dried up. Here, in Verticello, the four nations of plant and bug people flourished and thrived. But the great waterfall that fed the land slowed to a trickle, revealing a vast salt sea and unknown islands. The only guide were the words of the 13 dried carvings. The water will slow to fall, but the tides are turning. Find the infinite lake to replenish the world and discover the salmon who will grant you a wish of whatever you desire. This marks the beginning of the tide, as many green folk hauled on the ships to find the infinite lake and maybe riches, adventure, excitement, and purpose along the way. And what exactly is a salmon? Is that a berry? That was 50 years ago, and the tide rushes forward ever still. There are many stories caught on the wind between sails, but why don't we hear just one? Of a butterfly gunman with clipped wings, a ripened and explosive piece of produce, and a witch made out of tea. This is Join the Party Campaign 3, The Rising Tide. I'll sing you a song that all green folk know. Until, until the waterfall's home. That only began 50 years ago. Until, until the waterfall's home. We seek the deep lake and a wish-granting salmon. Until, until the Last time on Join the Party. After a long day of not getting eaten by sharks, the crew winds down at Crimson's Exchange. They're drinking Researcher's Delights, the signature cocktail that kicks off a singing show by Rose Bearheads mounted on the wall. But there's a special super rare version of the drink that includes a solo from a tidy pink falsetto rose bear. Cammy and Umby spend a lot of doubloons trying to bring this out as Troy sneaks around the back rooms. When they hit the lucky number and the pink rose bear sings the high note, someone slips a package into the back room through the bass line singing bear's mouth, and Troy grabs it. Turns out that package are glasses that lets you jump into books. Troy holds onto the artifact all night, even through bar trivia, and the crew is told that their one-on-one with Tessie the Storm is about to begin. They head back to the depository, but not before being intimidated by Piney and some goons who knows that someone took something valuable from them. Troy gives Piney and Amber to hopefully keep the whole thing quiet, and the party hurries away before something worse goes down. Finally, quality time with a powerful pirate queen. Let's get the party started. So you're walking into Tessie's chambers uh with raz here i think that there's like a press a to continue brandon stop running around hold on it's too it's too distracting stop making me go run around stop it stop it yeah is there anything you want to do before you walk in just because we're uh we're starting up here i think we should probably send havana tropicana back to the boat havana you're too drunk havana too drunk what 
Yeah, Troy puts his hands on both of Havana's shoulders as he wobbles slightly. Does he have his shoulders? I guess the curves that they are where his shoulders yeah, the, would be. The curve yeah. of, the, of the orange slice. It's where the arm meets the yes. circle that yeah. is on his, his right. body. Yeah. True. It's like when you learn about, um, you know, in math, when there's that parallel line that touches the touches the side of a circle just once. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. But you know what I'm talking about. But uh, there, there comes a point in a great night where it's time to go home. And now your uh, sole task is to head back to the boat, to the ship. Make sure Harold's okay, all right? And then as Troy is patting Havana on the shoulder, he's going to take the spectacles and slip them inside Havana's coat. Cool. Do you want Havana to know that he has the spectacles? Uh, it's not important. <laughs> it's, not important. Okay. it's not important to Eric or it's not important to Havana? Not important to, to Troy, so I can roll stealth if you want. It's up to you. If you want him to know... That's fine, but if you don't want him to know, you got to do some sleight of hand for I, me. I'd prefer he not know, so let me let me do sleight of hand. Okay. I think you should get advantage because he's super drunk too, right? <laughs> mm, oh, I'm going to be rolling for his perception oh. against guys. Us. Amanda got a new d20, and uh, I got a 21 there, 19 plus two. Ooh, it's a hot d20. Got a liquid core, baby. Nice. I rolled with disadvantage. I got a 16. Great. So he Good. did not see that that happened. Great. Yeah. With disadvantage? Wow, his stats must be good or you rolled very well. I, roll, I rolled a 13 and a 14 and he has plus oh, okay. three because he's a smarty, especially mm-hmm. in, in medicine and stuff. Wow. So even while drunk, he's like, uh, Troy, we're, um, don't tell the other ones, but. Um, we're right here. We're all best friends. <laughs> but they're, Aww. but, but like, um, I feel like I can talk to you about it because we spent all that time. <laughs> In a hot tub. Yeah, man. That's that's what happens when you're when you're shipmates. You know? You're on the sea whip together. That means we're blood, man. Not like those those jerks at that school for men doctors who kicked you out. They're your brothers in arms. Not fair. And then Troy wipes away a single tear. A single tear. <laughs> we would never put you on a canoe and float you out to the middle of the ocean. Never, unless we're with you and then it's the mission. Can I be Yeah, exactly. Can I be honest with you about something? Always. Uh, when they put me out there, I woke up. It was my bed mattress. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Yeah. No, and then after that, I found a wrecked ship, and I saw dead bodies, and I stole their door. And that's, and I went there. I saw, I saw their souls leaving their bodies and go up to the planter. But now that that door is helping other people in the hold making new houses for themselves, and that's the way of the Great Salt Sea. It's what I see when I go to sleep. I think, had you, I guess you didn't get to the morgue portion of, of med school yet. I was going to say, I feel like you would have been aware of dead bodies and the things that resemble them, uh, being a doctor. Um, <laughs> it was just, we, we just were dealing with skeletons first. Right, yeah. right. Just root systems, you know? Yeah. yeah. Cellulose. Yes, just, just the skins. Havana, I think them two are so old that they just, if if it's like less of a big deal to think about death. I know what you mean, I've seen so many dead bodies. (laughs) So, um. I'm already dead. So, uh, Hmm? you, you go on back to the boat, you say hi to Harold, and you, uh, you take a nice old nap. We'll be home soon. Okay. Havana, I want you to know there's no such thing as being too drunk on a pirate ship. But there is a such thing as getting the ship ready to make a very fast exit. <laughs> Ask Harold, say, may I have some water, please? And also, get ready for a fast exit. May I have some water, please? Get ready for a fast exit. Okay, Perfect. that's pretty good. Nailed it. Okay. 
Havana didn't have a fast pass bracelet, right? No, he's not being tracked. No, yeah. he had to get in for free. He had to pay. Do you... Hey, Troy, do you want your other PCs to know that they, they don't have the glasses? Yes. No, I'm I'm happy for Cami and Umbi to have seen me do that. I just... I thought that uh, Havana would be more suspicious if he knew he was doing something stealthy than if he didn't. No, that's fair. He would have gotten psyched out. Yeah. yeah. You're showing it like you're a magician. Yes. <laughs> it's like, look at this bird, and then it disappears. Yes, yes. Okay. I made eye contact with the other two and uh, showed them that the the goods were were going home to the boat. Uh, wonderful, yeah. Come on, I'm not gonna get any older, but I'm not gonna get any younger. Time moves differently for me because I'm rich. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I would love some of that magic. It's called money. <laughs> Cammy, is this how everyone from Overstock flirts? I don't know. I've never flirted with anyone from Overstock before. I'm right, I'm right here. <laughs> well, I mean. You guys are married. Does it feel weird that she's flirting with us? We're not married at all. But you guys did that thing on the boat. And this isn't flirting. I think you guys are confused about what flirting is. I know what flirting is. Oh, believe me, you'd know if you, I was flirting with you and hit you right in the face. Why didn't you come up the stock and see me up there sometime? <laughs> you flirt by hitting people in the face? It feels like it, darling. Wow. Okay. Slap. <laughs> you're, you're hot. <laughs> wow. Kevin just holds her cheek. Wow. <laughs> Honestly, I'm intrigued. I'm super not. I just like the sheltered life that Kevin grew up living. It's like, wow, this is flirting. I love it. <laughs> Listen, there's regional differences. Sometimes flirting is giving someone some eggs, and sometimes apparently it's slapping someone across the face. Yeah, it's the five lo- love languages. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, y'all want to go in? Yeah. Let's do it. I want to press A. Press A. Press A. I keep double jumping. Boom, boom. boom. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. We can't, we can't do this until Cammy stops moving. The server's slow. Hold on. Cammy has glitched into the door on accident. Whoops. I Uh-oh. don't. Ah, oh, piss. You're now part of a word shark now. Oh, mm, nice. fun. Cammy's speedrunning this campaign. Can they You'll- clip through to the boss level? Yeah, you can clip <laughs> through to the basement, which is where the boss is. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, the salmon's down there. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, what? How did he get there? Who would have guessed it was underneath the recreation of what the Infinite Lake and the Salmon were? <laughs> now that we've done this like a cutscene, I feel like this is like a PS1 style like survival horror game like or, or Resident Evil where like there's a very short cutscene of just the doors opening going creep. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Are we going like off the main hallway of the book depository or are we sort of going to the inner sanctum? I think you're going to Inner Sanctum, yeah. Raz has led you in, and a bunch of different guards have led you past different security checks, and now you're kind of just like in the atrium outside of her chambers. Umbi says to Raz, Beauty before age, please, after you. I want Raz to go first. (laughs) Wow, Raz walks in and gets shot by 20 arrows after she steps on one one weird colored tile. You called it, Brandon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. As you walk in, you notice this actually looks quite a lot like your captain's quarters on the ship. The haunted one? Yeah, the, the haunted, haunted one. one. It's like uh, Tessie wanted to recreate a pirate's captain quarters here inside of a building. Cool. It's like oddly shaped in the way that it's like, you know, how it usually be installed in like the front of the boat. So it's like boat shaped the room. Mm-hmm. It's It looks like a gumdrop, the shape of a big gumdrop. And there's, like, these faux windows that look out on the big book room. And there's, like, you know, nautical maps and dark wood and a ostensibly a desk 
which is kind of shoved over in the left corner, and a big pirate ship wheel kind of installed up in the top, so everyone knows uh, she's a pirate. Uh, but of course, it's hard for you to walk through because there are stacks of books everywhere covered in various webs and cobwebs that get stuck to you as you walk through the room. Tessie is sitting up kind of like on a raised platform in her chair, which uh, on closer inspection, you realize is actually just two rods of metal that are spider silk stitched together to mm. be one giant chair for her to sit in. Very cool. Respect. Hey, if you got uh, your own materials, store-bought's fine, <laughs> but <laughs> you might as well make it yourself, um, which is important for her because Tessie looks a little bit different than the other green folk that you've seen. Her body and her clothes look a little more traditional uh, to what you've seen, a kind of like a humanoid body, and she's wearing like real classic pirate captain look, like black and red striped pants, the low-slung belt with the cutlass on it, the big like almost conquistador jacket with like the epaulets on it and the stitching and the and the buttons that only get tied together ostensibly by like a small piece of cloth uh, <laughs> holding it all together. But the main thing that you notice about Tessie is that from the, her head outwards, uh, her whole head is the body of a spider with eight eyes, five of them have eye patches on them, and then six legs are coming out of the body itself. Very large that touch onto the ground for her. Her Even while she's sitting, her humanoid legs are just kind of like touching the ground ever so slightly, but she's propped up by her six spider legs. For those of you who watch Teen Titans, you might know kind of like what Fang does. I'm going to send you a photo of what I'm talking about here. Oh boy. Hey, Eric, that. I love you. I love this. I hate this. That's fine. <laughs> uh, she's a brown recluse spider, so dark brown with lighter brown markings all over her head body, and her pirate outfit is just like the deepest velvet red you can see, as much dark red, like dark red stripes on her striped pants, velvet red jacket. You know, the only pirate puffy shirt you were allowed to wear if you were mm -hmm. a pirate, but it's mm -hmm. she's a lady, so it's low cut. <laughs> <laughs> sure. And there's a tri corner hat with a big red feather coming out of the top, perched on top of her spider head. Wow. Cool. The trip! Though then again, if you want to tell me where the hat's supposed to go, I never went to hat college. <laughs> no. It's on the butt of the spider. Yeah, actually. it could be on the butt of the spider. Troy is, uh, his eyes are very wide. He's never seen any green folk like this. Green folk. Uh, you hear behind you, oh yeah, go on in. Uh, this, is the, this is the proper time. You turn around and Piney is standing behind you. Hi, Where'd you get there? <laughs> Recently. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Piney, is uh, is now a good time to return this just in case? And uh, Troy's going to take off his uh, VIP bracelet. Oh, I mean, you still have a few days. You definitely still have a few days in terms of the ticket, right? Uh, Ms. Ra Ms. Raz, this was you. You got the, you got the full VIP, correct? Absolutely. I don't do anything other than the full way. I don't know halfway. I don't do quarter way. I, uh, I, my whole body's full way, if you know what I'm saying. Oh. I turned it into May West sometime in between here, <laughs> and I'm going to keep going with it's it. It's great. Yeah. So you still have uh, you still have two full days on it, so it's up to you. Uh, however much time. VIP tickets count for three days. That's nice. That's very generous. It's a good deal. Mm-hmm. All right, thank we you, We care a lot about our VIP members here at the Book Depository Park. Isn't that, isn't that right, Captain? Absolutely. 
Yeah, come on in, make myself, make yourself comfortable. Uh, I want to make sure that all of my VIPs feel like you have a chance to sit down with the actual person uh, behind, you know, the book depository park. Umbi turns to Piney and says, Piney, I can't help but notice you're blocking our exit. Oh. Would you mind moving off to the side? Piney looks over to Tessie and she says, yeah, absolutely. Piney, uh, you're... Piney, this is supposed to be a social gathering. Uh, please you can take your take your seat at your seat. Thank you. Piney uh, walks over to the desk and uh, leans against it. Cool. All right. Oh, come on, come uh, everyone, come on in, come on in. Uh, please. Uh, I'm so I'm going into Obama a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Troy takes a couple steps forward and um, sticks out his hand. Uh, Captain Captain uh, Tessie, it is uh, it is great to meet you. Um, uh, Troy Riptide, uh, Spiron Pirate, <laughs> and uh, I feel like you probably have a lot of lessons for me. Uh, so I'd, uh, I appreciate you uh, meeting uh, with us. Is uh, Grandpa? Is that? Did I do that right? Is this networking? Uh, I think so. Um, I love the I love the quarters. We have something similar on our boat, but it's haunted, so we don't really get to go in there very much. Super haunted. Can't really go in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really tells a story. That's something you really need if you're a pirate crew uh, 50 mm-hmm. years into the Cascade. It's that's not smart. a story. It's real. There's a ghost. Yeah, there's really a ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's why people trust you and fear you, for sure. Mm-hmm. Our ship's kind of a piece of shit, though, so uh, yours is a lot nicer. Yeah. Oh, come on. I'm sure yours is fine for what no, you have to do. No, it's notably a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> you look at it and you'd be like, I don't even want to rob that. I don't even want to bother. The name on the side is just a poop emoji. <laughs> I honestly, that's bad branding. I do think you should probably decide to fix it. But no, no the sea whip. I've heard. Uh, I've heard of uh, the things your crew is. Uh, a few of the things your crew has done. Uh, oh, yeah. Like what? Oh, uh, I don't even know what we've done. Can't be you were there. Huh. <laughs> oh, you know, being able to establish your own island like you have in the hold. That's uh, that's wonderful. And the the waterfall. Really interesting stuff. It really makes you stand out from the rest of the crews that are out there. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. I can neither confirm nor deny the existence of the hold. Tessie winks her three good eyes. For sure, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I understand. I'm not, listen, I'm not just CEO and founder of Book Depository Island. I'm also a pirate. Uh, I'm a captain myself. I understand. I know. Yeah. I mean, none of us are captains because we have kind of like a, a socialism thing going on. Like, we're literally a commune, I think, now mm-hmm. that I think about it. Mm. Um, but I, I love that for you. You have a great charismatic presence. Thank yeah. you. And I love that for you. I love the whole who knows who's responsible for doing what thing. It's so fresh. It's new. I, I, I like it. Thank you. Are you the fat? Like, don't, don't take this disrespectfully. Grandpa. But you joined... You like kind of like took over like three years ago or something. I heard. So like, would you say founder? Was it because the this part of the island wasn't around? Is that what you mean? Oh, I told you. I told you about him, Tessie. He, uh, he's been doing this ever since I knew him in the government. Of of course, I don't. Uh, I, I'm happy to share a founding story. It's uh, even to people I'm who are a little bit who are a little skeptical of what that means. Well, it, the book depository was here. This was a place. Uh, you know. A lot of pirates don't. I, hold on, I need to get. I'm trying to get the voice back. Iron Sisters. Uh, <laughs> a lot of pirates don't care about the wealth of information 
that it comes in books. They just want to get rid of them because they get waterlogged and they're heavy. Uh, but they only see the wealth of doubloons and of amber. But it's something that we can trade on here. Uh, the book depository was run by a few people who didn't see its potential and I came I, I came and saw its potential and what this means not only for the Great Salt Sea but for Verdostello as a whole. Well, we're big fans of books here, right guys? Yes. I love books. I've read uh, like three books already. That puts you in the eighth, 80th percentile of, of pirates. So in, it's incredible. It's, cre- That's it's incredible. That's pretty good, Troy. Whoa. 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 No, public schools, you know, they really need to, they got to start letting men in. It's, uh, it's honestly (laughs) going to be a problem if you don't prop up our society like that. It's like, I don't even know that I should want to read because I, I never saw any men reading. And so, I mean, here I am. I I went to public school. I'm confused. Yeah, but grandpa, that was before the cascade dried up. Oh, okay. A lot different. Yeah. Right. All right. Yeah. our, Our, our entire country changed for in irrevocable ways ever since the cascade dried up. Uh, but I think we're at the point 50 years in where we need to move on. It's almost the entire world's been treading water for the last 50 years figuring out what happens next. And we got to take that next step. And I think that the book depository is what's important here, which is why I needed to make a strategic and powerful move to create the book depository and bring people, both pirates and the families of pirates and hopefully other people from the countries, from the mainland, to come uh, to Book Depository Island. Kind of like a Library of Alexandria thing. You know, the Maple Leaf Alexandria? <laughs> I don't uh, Your friend Alexandria? I'm not very worldly. Yeah, her library was huge. Yeah. But then it burned down, and we're all really sad about it. <laughs> so, um, what is the uh, what is the deal over at the the theme park? We haven't been able to uh, to make it over there yet. We're just you know hungry for books, so came came here first. Oh, sure. I mean, as you spend all your time in the at Crimson's Exchange, uh, I understand. Good drinks, great drinks, great drinks, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, the theme park's there for, uh, to make everyone have a good time. Uh, the, the theme park and the book depository work in concert. It reminds people that the book depository is a good place to be. And, uh, the theme park generates revenue alongside the book exchange, which, I mean, we all know doesn't bring in the doubloons as it is, but they work together. It's important to make people happy and have the books come through and really be an exchange of knowledge. Uh, for what we can do next and for what waits for all of us as green folk uh, in the future. Have you had any uh, success in that arena? I've, in my experience, I found that people uh, hate knowledge, expertise, facts, and mm. reality. Mm. <laughs> I, I can see what you mean, Raz. He's... Uh, I can absolutely see how he's such a firebrand in the Senate. He's bringing it now. It's uh, it's one. It's incredible to see. It's history right in front of me. I felt like that I'm, was pretty respectful. Question. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I'm sorry. Do you guys like know each other? Because it seemed like Raz, uh, well, well, one paid money, not like 
she got a discount to come in as your friend. Do you guys know each other? Oh, absolutely. I come here all the time. Uh, oh. It's part of part of my job as a merchant to make sure that we have comings and goings and things and ins and outs and imports and exports. Why did you have so many questions then for the guy if you've been here so many times? Honestly, it's she does every single time. It's, she she does. That's wild. It's, it's kind of like a trial by fire to talk to Raz if you're working the toll for the first time. It's, it happens every time. Eric, have I used my, I think I know you, my, this long rest? I can't remember. Yeah, you used it on the avocado, dude. God damn it. Okay, cool. <laughs> Actually, uh, that's a good point. Make, an, uh, make a uh, perception check for me. Everyone? Uh, Brandon. Okay. Umbis. <laughs> umbis. My name the is umbis. not Umbis. The Umbis. <laughs> the Umbis. <laughs> Ooh, 19 Ooh. plus 2 for 21. Yes, 21. Brandon, yes. As you are working this out, <laughs> Your mind starts to drift as you do as an old man and you start looking around the the room a little bit and your eyes go up and you see that there is a giant spider web with large wrapped up cocoons oh no up there no and then you look at them and you count them there's 4 5 6 7 9 of them and as you're looking around, you see over to the left, above Piney, who's leaning against the desk, but still like 10, 15 feet in the air, there is a big green splotch on the wall. Gross. That could be, I mean, could be, I don't know, if someone mushed peas, I guess, against the wall or uh. maybe an avocado. No, no. Oh, no, but his children and his grandchildren. Well, Eric said it was green, not brown. <laughs> so it's not the old avocado. Is it slowly turning brown at the edges? There could be some brown splotches by being revealed to the <laughs> for the air for so long. How many grandkids did he have with him? Uh, like a grip, like four or five. Oh, boy. Five? Um, uh, t- Captain Tessie, would you prefer t- Captain Tessie? Oh, I mean, if we're being formal, uh, Captain Tessie was my mother. Uh, I'm oh. just kidding. No, Tessie, te- st- the storm, te- is fine. We're uh, Captain Storm. Captain Storm's good too. Any any combination of any combination of names is fine. Captain the Storm. Uh, I can't help but notice. Um, seems like you you killed a few green folk and put them in a web up there. Is that like a capitalism thing? Or are you like trying to like? Bring down the rich VIPs. Is that like a capitalism thing? Like, because if that's what if if it's if, anti-capitalism, we're behind it. Right, that's what I mean. Like, are you trying to like stick it to the man? Like, because we're not wealthy pirates. We actually got uh, in here with Raz's donation. Um, I don't so even like know if, what amber looks like. Yeah, I heard it's the color amber, but that's all I know. <laughs> and like, we literally be, know that's not true. <laughs> and uh, we'd be. We we would be the proletariat, you know what I mean? Yeah, because like we, you know, we get in touch with all kinds of ships all the time in our in our work, and you know, spreading the the good news of the the book depository. You know, I'm I'm a huge fan of books. Would love to would love to keep talking about books and send people here. If we were to you know leave uh, safe and and alive. I love that our argument every time is like, we could just send people here instead of us. <laughs> we did the same thing on Esco. We're yeah. doing the same thing here. Better them than us, Julia. 
Thanks, Umby. If that's what you want to do, I don't ascribe to this whole socialist red ship thing you have all going. I love it. It's just not what I, it's not my thing. Come on, we're, uh, I understand maybe, uh, you know, being a pirate is you're in the, the public eye all the time in, uh, as you relate to each other is everyone is looking at what you're going to do and what you do next. Uh, well, it might mean an eye or two is taken out. Come on. We're all, we're all pirates here. You gotta. Murder. Do you want me to finish the sentence? Is the word murder you were looking for? Yeah, uh, yeah. Julia, I literally was just going to do Tony Soprano for a second. I'm like, hey, uh, <laughs> hey yo, hey, yo uh, uh, murder. You know, uh, you have to do what you have to do. Hey, I mean, like, look, we're pirates. It's, hey, there ain't not blood on our leaves. Yeah. But, like, uh, mm. you know, we live by a code, right? Like, we only kill... If we need to, certain types of people, you know. Sure. And usually we just Absolutely. like let the crab eat them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I live by a code as well. What's your code? Is what I'm asking. My code is, well, you know why they call me Tess of the Storm, right? Is it because you were born in the heart of a tornado? Or a hurricane. A typhoon, maybe. Ooh, a typhoon. Interesting. Well, you know, no one's asked me that before. No one's actually asked me that before. Because, uh, you asked. No, like, <laughs> well, no, no one's no one's posited that particular oh. theory. theory we are the most creative pirates around. Uh, Only ones who read that I I knew of. Yeah. Well, uh, Piney, you know. Piney, say it. Yeah. You should, uh, they call they call her Tessie the Storm because you should have stayed at home instead of going out, instead of going out in it. Oh, isn't the, didn't you just say you want the opposite where you want more people to come here? Well, if they cross me, then if they, they come, if they walk through the storm, I'm right. not responsible for anything happens. Oh, sure. It's interesting. It's interesting you say that because, uh, I was actually born in amongst the things that you say. Uh, you know, I grew up in the crags. Crags, you, crags, no, crags, 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 crags. Oh, crags too. Okay, so you know that the whole whenever you're born in the crags, it's usually the towns come, towns are set up along something interesting or useful. And although, uh, and for us, the way that the wind currents came together meant that it was constantly thunderstorming, just constant thunder and lightning. And it was our resolute duty to stay there because when the lightning struck the sand and the soil that uh, would gather around the trees there, uh, that would flash fossilize. And that material being incredibly durable and resistant, but also light, was perfect for construction that we distributed all throughout the crags. And of course, we couldn't use it ourselves because it attracted more lightning it's kind of a a real we could mine we could harvest the stuff but we couldn't use it ourselves this is super interesting why do you want to kill us i don't no tassie doesn't we're in the we're in the eye of the storm right cammy i i don't know it seems like i'm being threatened and i don't know why that's why i ask troy is weeping openly thinking of the crags (laughs) so I have a question. You know, you've all asked me some questions, but I actually have a question for all of you. What uh, up? Mm-hmm. Anything. I'm an open book. You get it? <laughs> Cammy just rubs Troy's back. Thank you. It's okay. Did you get it? Tessie, did you get it? I did, and that will, pro- that will lead into my question. Um, oh, no. 
Have the three of you read anything uh, interesting lately? Oh my gosh, Troy just read a book about barrels. I read a whole book about barrels. I know a lot of things about barrels. Barrels, yeah. barrels. Yeah. Yeah. And you read it uh, the regular way with your eyes? Yeah, I mean, it takes me It takes me a little slow sometimes. Sometimes Harold and I, that's a, that's, that's a crewmate we have back on the ship. Um, sometimes we read it to each other as we fall asleep like bros. Um, and it's, uh, it's really nice. And I, I know some barrel facts if you, uh, you want to know them. In each other's arms. I know how to read Braille. I read a really nice, uh, like, rom-com, uh, like, uh, Will They, Won't They recently. It was really fun. You wouldn't know anything about, I don't know, reading non-traditionally. Like, like I said, I know Braille. Yeah, Kemi knows Braille. Um, I, uh, I, I, I know that all about reading, but sometimes you have to stop to read to laugh because um, I learned actually that there uh, is something called a large barrel, what it's called a butt, um, <gasps> and that is the name of the size of the barrel. That's uh, where pork butt comes from, actually. Yeah, it's really interesting. And so when people like went around the butt, like the barrel, the butt that held a lot of water, um, and then they just talked a lot, um, it was called the scuttle butt. Um, and so that's <gasps> why that's why um, actually we use the name scuttle butt cool. as like gossip and like mates telling each other mate things. I think um, maybe we're spending a little bit too much time dancing around here. Who's dancing? I'm not dancing. I don't even know how to dance. We were just talking about Scuttlebutt. Uh, Piney, can you uh, bring it over to me? Piney walks over, reaches into the desk, pulls something out, and walks it over to Tessie. You look at it, and it's an incredibly yellowed newspaper. It's tattered. You can kind of only see some of the text on it, Tessie uses two of her big uh, spider hands and reaches like all the way around and holds it and kind of like holds it out and flicks it open. Is that a Dr. Radish Radish original? (laughs) No, but it's interesting. Uh, It's interesting you know about him. You know about him. Uh, He was actually, he was cited in this particular article in this newspaper. Um, I'm pissed we paid off Piney now. I know. If if Uh, I cost this Amber, I'm going to be really fucking pissed. Well, I'm going to steal it back from him, probably. Okay. So we'll see. Right. When we kill him, we'll just take it off a dead body. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in, you know, what's interesting about this newspaper, this was written in the days after uh, a little town on the edge of uh, of Overstock uh, called Briars, uh, Briars County. Uh, mm. Yeah, they wrote about, they've actually found... Uh, one of the stones that, that was uncovered when the Cascade dried up. And it turns out that they saw something in there. There was something else on that particular stone that no one had seen and that we haven't been, hasn't been, you know. Like different from the other ones. An extra, yes, an extra sentence oh. attached to this oh. bottom one. So, which is different from just the thing we all know as, as Green Polk that's been disseminated through our... Countries, unfortunately, it's a little bit yellowed, so I don't have a way to read it unless something, unless I had some other methodology of making that happen. Um, you would, you three wouldn't know anything about that, would you? Well, I, I was actually a little bit shy um, to bring it up because I'm a little bit worried it's offensive. But um, does having three eyes make you better at reading? <laughs> Is that like, does that, would that help? 
That's not exactly what I'm talking about. Oh. I was going to say, maybe, Umby, do you have some chemicals? Maybe we can bring the ink oh. out of the paper? Or you know what? Candy does try. amazing stuff with tea. And maybe um, maybe if you like made a brew, then, then the, the oh, like, ink like would be more contrast. Forensic. Forensic literature. Is that a thing? Umby, you better shut your sweet mouth right now. <laughs> I'm going to give you one more chance here. Do you have something to tell me about non-traditional reading styles? I can honestly say no. As I can honestly say, I do sometimes read upside down, but that's it. You know what's interesting about uh, some of the people who are in here? You know, there was, uh, we said something about, you said something about a code before. You know, there was another, another, uh, green folk who was here talking about a code. You see an old avocado man walking around the park? I don't we remember did, him. We, we did. He spent a lot of time yelling at us. Well, I, so I, I kind of so. just ignored him. Yeah, he came in here as well and spent a lot of time yelling. And, you know, what if his, he, he had a code as well? And I didn't really understand it because. I also think that every single pirate crew should have a magician. God fucking damn Piney you. steps forward, <laughs> and underneath you, you feel the ground start to shake, and you see that pine trees are growing out from beneath your feet. Whoa. You jump out of the way, but they still keep growing and growing. They, they block your eyesight to Tessie and Piney, and Piney has their hands up, shaking and glowing with light. Hey, it's Amanda. This arc has really made me dream of all of the gift shops that I have been to at previous museums and science centers and tourist attractions, and how amazing it is to go to a gift shop and find something particularly amazing that reminds you of the stuff you just enjoyed seeing. So welcome to the mid-roll. They have those like balls on a chain that click and clack and make you think of physics. Amazing. Welcome, first and foremost, to our newest patrons, Daphne Blender, Danza, and Johanna. It is a great time to support this campaign on Patreon, letting us as an independent podcast keep making the show that you and we enjoy so much. For just $5 a month on Patreon, you can, number one, know you're making a huge difference in making the show possible, and two, get access to our patron-only Discord, and three, get an additional bi-weekly podcast from us. On Party Planning, we answer your questions, play games, and peel back the curtain of the making of Join the Party. Plus, you get access to the finale of the one-shot derby, Battle of the Brontes, which, I gotta tell you, it's coming pretty soon. So please join us today at patreon.com slash jointhepartypod. This week at Multitude, we would love if you checked out 
Tell Me About It, a madcap game show about proving that the things you like are actually interesting. It's hosted by our own Eric Silver and Adel Refai, the wonderful co-host of Hello from the Magic Tavern and Hey Riddle Riddle. Adel plays on the show an eccentric billionaire who has wrangled audio butler Eric to prove that the single most interesting and cool thing ever is the movie musical Grease. In every episode, a guest comes on to share and defend their favorite thing through a series of absurd games and challenges. And it is so, so much fun. There are new episodes every other Thursday. And if you like sound design, if that's one of the things that you love about joining the party, you're going to really like Tell Me About It because Misha Stanton does an incredible job. Check it out. Look at Tell Me About It in your podcast app or go to tmaipod.com. We are sponsored this week by the Oracles of Ogre, Sarsen Games' fourth successful Kickstarter project. This is a book of gods, avatars, and subclasses. It makes up a whole new pantheon of gods that you can use to build champions, religions, cults, factions, holy sites, epic encounters, you name it, this makes it possible to do it. Each god has their own backstory and character points that can turn them into a good, evil, or chaotic neutral deity, so you can shape them to your world in whatever way you want and make really unique moments for your players. There are over 40 subclasses planned for the book, each one being linked to a god in some way. That includes sand druids, starlight rogues, two morlocks, zen barbarians, and more, including some artificers and blood hunters. Ooh, sounds fun. This is their most ambitious project to date, and they've had hundreds of positive comments and reviews online. The Kickstarter is live through May 31st, 2023, but go ahead, you gotta check it out now. Visit sarsengames.com or at sarsengames on Instagram to find out more. Link is in the description to follow the Kickstarter and make it happen. The show is also sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, in life, it's really, really easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs from you and not take a moment to think about what you need from yourself. And this is a thing that I really struggle with. I've been trying to make my garden and kind of the minutes each day that I get to spend on the roof, checking on them, watering them breathing in, you know, the air and just like having a few minutes of the sun on my face as one of those things that I need to feel calm and centered and ready for all the things that life throws at me. But it can be a real hassle to kind of figure out what you need and what makes you feel good and how to keep yourself in tip top shape. And therapy is a really good way to learn more about yourself and learn those positive coping skills. But I know firsthand how hard it is to get started in therapy. Just like, how do you find somebody? Do you like pay for the first phone call? Like, do you figure out if they like take insurance or if they're taking new patients? What times are available? They're like, can you come in at two o'clock on every other Tuesday? And you're like, no, I have work. It can be really, really hard. So if you're looking for an easier way to kind of dip your toe in and start therapy, BetterHelp is a really convenient, entirely online way to give therapy a try. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge if you don't vibe, which is a huge part of therapy in the first place. You got to feel comfortable talking to this person. And if you don't and you put all that effort into finding someone and then you like went there after three subways and you're like, oh, shit. So BetterHelp makes that a lot easier, I promise. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash join the party today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash join the party. And now, let's get back to the show. I need everyone to make a wisdom saving throw for me. 
Um, if, if we weren't about to be uh, attempted murdered, that would be fucked cool as hell. That's cool as hell. I love this image. I got a 15 minus one. 18. Nat 20, my bro. Fuck wow. yeah, bro. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, Troy, make a strength saving throw for me. Uh, 13. Great. As the, the forest grows around you and you lose sight of Tessie the Storm, Piney, and Raz, and of course of each other, each of you feel something like putting their hands on you. And as you turn around, Cami and Ombi, you see that one of the pine trees that has grown up behind you has hands and arms and are trying to get its hands inside of your coats and your pockets. No, thank you. I don't need more friends. If you wanted us to empty our pockets, we could have just done that. That's okay. Troy, as the hands are inside of your hands and pockets, it slashes you with sharp wooden fingers and you take three points of damage. How? It is now all of your turn right now. Right now you are lost inside of the pine forest that's grown. Troy, you are tur- you are certainly turned around and the pine tree has its hands on you. You gotta get out of there. You can decide of a way to do it, but both Cami and Umbi, you have the ability to make a survival check and try to find your way out of the forest. Mm-hmm. Troy, you gotta do something else to get out of there first. Mm-hmm. How tall would you say these trees are? Uh, I would say they're touching the ceiling, so. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, they're fully touching the ceiling. Cool. Um. If we do the survival check, is that our action? That would be your action, but you can you can do something else. All right, I'd I'd like to make a survival check. Yeah, make a survival check. Uh, it's a fourteen. Troy's gonna yell, "Take your bracelets off!" Oh yeah, yeah, good point. Cammy, well, you push your way through the forest, and you are although you can't see anything behind you, it is just dense trees. You are at the two front doors, like where we came in from. We where you came in from, yeah. Um. That's not where I wanted to be, but all right. Oh, where do you want to be? <laughs> I wanted to get to Piney and stop this magician bullshit from happening. Okay, yeah, sure. You can go that way. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll head that way. Is that going to immediately get me there my next turn? Or Correct. Or does it seem like... Oh, Correct. Okay, hold on. Because there's another action that I want to take before that. Sure. The other action that I want to take before that is I want to use the hex duplicity. Sure. As an action, you can create an illusionary duplicate self composed of shadow stuff to confuse your enemies. When a creature attacks you, roll any die. On an odd number, the attack strikes the duplicate and misses, regardless of its roll, and the hex ends. On an even, the attack targets you as normal, and this effect ends on your next turn. Cool. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to take my bracelet off and put it on the illusionary double. Oh, okay. Cool. Is it it's stable, right? I think so. It doesn't specify, like what it is in terms of interaction. No, that's I cool. Figured. I just didn't know if, there, okay. if there's no text about it, that's fine. Avasti, you're me and I'm you. Wow, look at you. You look great. I love your hat. I love your hat. It's made out of shadows. Oh, neat. I like this bracelet too. Well, you can have it. I will. What should I do? Uh, Do you want to run outside? Screaming or not screaming? Uh, <laughs> screaming would be great. Screaming it is. <laughs> cute, very cute. Illusionist Cammy's gonna go running in the other direction. Great. Cammy, you can be heading towards where Tessie and Piney are. Great, thank you. Eric, what do I see around me? Trees. <laughs> do can I see the ceiling? Uh barely. I think it's like you're truly like in an incredibly dense forest and you look up and you only see like slots of sky. Yeah. You know, it's not a rainforest, you know, but like you just see tree and then there's a sky box. You know what I mean? So this would be like trees and then ceiling. And it's a one story building, correct? The building itself is five. Oh, 
Interesting. Okay. I think I'm going to uh, throw a, just a good old bomb up towards the ceiling because I do two times damage to objects and structures. Sure. <laughs> I'm going to try to blow a hole in the ceiling. Yeah, make an attack roll against the building. I'm going to look up building AC for you. I'm also going to... I'm going to prime it with a reagent, which increases the bomb's explosive potential, and I get to add my intelligence modifier instead of dexterity. Hey. Hell yeah, do it. Uh, for Brick, I think the AC is 16, and the HP for a floor... Okay, I got an HP for it as well. Do your thing. Okay, so Umbi takes a couple of vials from inside of his jacket, throws them in a glass uh, sphere, shakes it up, gives it a nice kiss on the forehead... <laughs> and rolls his dice. He rolls his dice. What does he have dice for? That is a uh, for luck, Julia. Makes sense. That is a sixteen plus four for a non-nat twenty. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Ay. Great. So I get to do one d ten times two. Oh hell yeah! Wow. Or do I roll it twice? Because it's double damage. It's one d ten plus whatever your modifier is, and then we'll double that. Cool. Big money. Big money. Big money. Uh, eight plus two for ten, double just twenty. Hell yeah! Hey. That is, you may you you throw a bomb up, it fucking just explodes. Again, throwing a bomb in an, in a room is such a fucking power move. I yeah. love it. It explodes against the ceiling. Big cracks are in the ceiling above you. It would be dangerous to walk around in there without like a bole or something. Uh, it doesn't fall though. Okay, and if I have a little bit of movement left, I would like to just like move slightly so I'm not like directly underneath. That's totally that's totally is. fine. <laughs> Troy, you're currently wrapped up by this tree with arms and hands. Uh, what do you do, my man? Yeah, do I see above me any indication of this bomb that Umbi set off, or am I too like in the sauce? Incredible point. Make a perception check. Okay. Bomber. Uh, that's going to be a 10 minus 1 for a 9. A 9. I mean, l listen, you still see the bomb. It, it's like bombies to the left, but that's all you can you can figure out right now. Sure. Um, can you do that perception check to see if you hear Umbi's giggle as his bomb explodes? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone yeah, always... You know, the, you think the witch is the one with the cackle, but it's actually Umbi going, being excited <laughs> yeah. about explosives. Uh, all right, yeah. I'm just going to grab the dagger out of my boot and try to stab the trunk of the pine tree. Sure. The tree has an AC of 15. Okay, great. Uh, that's only a 12, unfortunately. That's a 12. No, you try to stab into a tree, and the hand, uh, you stab your dagger into it, and nothing changes. The arms are still coming at you with dagger-like fingers. Sure, uh, With sure. knife-like fingers. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I get it. It's a tree. Yeah. Yeah. That, hard. that is what I got. Uh, you hear through the woods echoing and bouncing off of each of the trees. I'll give you one final chance. Do you know anything about reading in a different way? I think you might have something of mine that might facilitate something like that. Search me. We have nothing like that. All right. I'll do that, imme I'll do that immediately. Please. No, don't talk, Cammy. I mean, both versions of me are talking, so. That's true. <laughs> Remember, I have I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the tree hands go in all oh, of your pockets. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, it kind of just spreads wide. Troy's really ticklish. <laughs> Troy's <laughs> tickling. He's very everything. ticklish. Yeah, like the hands will go all over your wings and stuff. This is not VIP treatment, God. And one of the hands slashes you for five points of damage. Oh. And Piney says, the butterfly doesn't have doesn't have it. 
anyone, anyone else have something to say? Happy to be searched if you'd like. And what does uh, Cammy's doppelganger say? Also says, happy to be searched if you like. Happy to be searched. Whether Why are there two of you? For fun. Uh, Cammy, what's your AC? Uh, 10. 10? Uh, Cammy, as you are breaking kind of through the edge of the forest, two different trees reach out with their weird tree hands and arms Ow. and search you and pat you down and also slash you for seven points of damage. Ow! Like... The Teen Witch is Queen. The Teen Witch the is Queen. The Teen as well. Witch is Queen. The Teen Witch Slay. is Queen. The Teen Witch is Queen as well. You could have just asked us that, God. I did ask you that, but and it's we gave you the answer. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you is you stole something of mine, and what? when you go out in the storm, then you better get or get ready to get wet. <laughs> It's good. It's a good line. What? Cat, what? He starts giggling a little bit. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's funny. Tell us what you think we stole, and we will confirm we didn't steal it then. This is not how we do it in the crags, and you know it. Umby, what's your AC? Well, here's the question I have, Eric. Is there a chance for me to distract these trees, or if they touch me and try to search me, I've got vials of acid and shit all in my, my pockets. Is that going to be dangerous for them? Um, you can... Like, is there any chance of hiding, or are they just kind of like an all-seeing forest kind of thing? That's a good point. Give me an Arcana check, because I hit... I rolled twice, I hit you once, but let's see if we can do something about the other ones. Okay. Yeah, do an Arcana check against my sleight of hand. Uh, 16 plus 4 for 20. Yeah. Okay. Umbi, you get slashed for... Six points of damage. Jesus Christ. As the trees uh, reach out and rake through you. Just remember, we all have that temporary HP from... Oh, I uh, know, Julia. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. As it rakes through, uh, it slashes your your old, weird, wrinkly body. Hey, Uh, rude. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of rude. But as as one of the trees is reaching through your stuff, uh, yeah, what what kind of vial scorches it? I mean, I think most likely it's just going to be, yeah, like... um, it rakes its hand through two vials that are next to each other that probably shouldn't have been next to each other because they're reagents of each other. Sure. And just <laughs> is like a small, tiny explosion on their hand. Cool. And the tree, you actually hear, ah! And then you hear from Piney, ah! What was that? And then you hear uh, a small giggle in the forest. (laughs) Cammy, you can see that uh, Piney is clutching uh, their hand on the ground. And the uh, pine trees, all three of you notice, the pine tree forest flickers for a moment uh, and then comes back. Oh! If we hurt the pine trees, it hurts Piney. Sounds like it. Whatever you did, do more of that. You all seem to have my glasses, and I need them back. I don't use glasses. I'm too young to need glasses. I'm just stubborn. What do y'all do? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, sorry. Can I actually go first? Because I want to see if I blow a hole in the ceiling. I think that might affect what we do. Yeah. Sure. I'm going to blow. try to blow another hole in this damn ceiling. All right. Give me another one. Yay. I love bombs. 19? 15 plus 4? 19 hits. Nice. So another D10. Mm-hmm. So seven times two is 14 damage. 14. I roll, I got 23 HP on these bad boys. <laughs> the floor above you just falls down because bricks and goons and books and like an old timey cash register all falls. I need everyone to make dexterity saving God throws. damn it, Umbi. Great. 
I'm out of the way. I'm out of the range of this ceiling. Remember, I moved. No, the whole ceiling is coming down. All right, thirteen for me. A big old three for your girl. Oh no. <laughs> what did everybody get? <laughs> thirteen. Uh, I just got a ten. Six plus four. Oh my. <laughs> okay. Listen, guys. We knew this was the value calculation when Brandon chose his subclass. This is like uh, the player where it's a wizard and they just use fireball. And they don't, and it's not like a sorcerer where you know they could do careful spell or anything. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just a fucking wizard casting fireball in a room that is the same size as the fireball. <laughs> well, I would argue if there are trees touching the ceiling, it's likely the trees absorb some of this damage. Some of the debris. Yeah. yeah. If we're down on floor level and there's 10 feet of tree above us, not not all of it, but I think we're going to be cushioned from some of the blow. Yeah. Oh, Remind, give me everyone's numbers again. Jesus Christ. Three for Julia, 10 for Brandon, 13 for me. I'm going to die. I'm going to fucking go down. Did you hear how many dice he was rolling? Uh, here we go. <laughs> all right. The glove is on. Fine. Instead of the gloves come off, it's the glove is on. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, Umbi and Cammy, please take 10 points of bludgeoning damage. Right, Troy, you worse. take five. Cammy and Umbi, you are also pinned down under rubble. I'm knocked out. Cool. Right. You are also pinned down under rubble. So Umbi, explosion, giggle, immediate yep. <laughs> crunch. Yeah. Do the pine trees take any damage, and does that change the forest that's in the room? Oh, okay. That's what you were saying, Amanda. Troy, here's what happens. How do you get out of the way of the of the ceiling collapsing on top of you? Well, Eric, I think I hug the trunk of this pine tree that's been slashing me and searching me, and the debris rains around me in the cone as the branches shelter me. I th also think that if we're all getting hit, I think Tessie needs to get hit, and so does. Oh, I rolled for everybody else, okay. Brandon. Okay. You don't okay. have to. Uh, get, uh, I, I was well, driving 65 you? miles per hour, copper. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Troy, you hug the side. You hug the side of the tree. I do. Just the whole entire, all of the the bricks and the debris and the people. You hear, oh my leg, just from goons falling from the ceiling. Yeah, I just have to point out that Brandon was like, no, no, I need to go first. <laughs> it's, it's a good well, point. I it's didn't point. think. I thought I was just blowing a hole in the ceiling so we could teleport yeah. up there. All right, so Brandon goes first, and here's what happens, is that, and then Troy, it's just the ceiling comes down, yeah. and the pine tree that you're holding onto flickers, and then goes away, and you see all of the pine trees go away. Everything is covered in dust and debris, and everyone is dazed and crunched under the bricks. Cammy, Umbi, Piney, Tessie, and Raz are all stuck underneath giant piles of debris from the ceiling collapsing on top of them. Help. Help. I mean, look, Julia, it did work. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, Troy is going to run toward, uh, is it dust or is it like full piles of rubble? Like, can I see who is where? Yeah, you can see who is where, for sure. T Troy, help. T Troy, help. Yeah. My yes. leg. <laughs> what happened? Uh, Troy's going to get up. Um, <laughs> as a free action, he's going to Go over to Piney and Eric. Can I see anything uh, shiny in this in this dusty rubble? What are you looking for? It's the amber, the amber we gave him. <laughs> the amber. Fuck you go over to Piney. Fuck that yeah. dude. <laughs> what did you What did you do? What 
uh, you see the throne has collapsed kind of underneath Tessie. And the whole her whole spider head body is splayed out with the legs going in all directions and also her humanoid body as well. As she's uh, reaching, her spider legs are reaching out to Piney, trying to get him, but they're still a little bit too far away. <coughs> what did you do? You weren't the only one born in a storm. <laughs> Doom! Doom! We're leaving now. Give me my amber back. Then he holds out a hand toward Piney. Just... All right, well, <coughs> just hold on. Hold jack shit. My friend is down over there. So is my, and so is mine over here. Please, just move the rubble off of Piney. Vera, Vera, they mean so much to me. Please. <laughs> yeah, so does my grandpa. And Troy's going to start shoveling rubble off of, uh, off of Umbi and Cammy. Please. Can I take an action while under rubble? Yeah, you can can do an action uh, under rubble. Great. I'm going to cast action on Troy so that he gets an additional action this turn. Oh, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Sure. Sure. And so, Troy, you just see, like, two hands, like, legs stretched wide, like, shoveling rubble off of both Umbi and Cammy. Please. Oh, you dead. Piney means so much to me. They're my companion. Please. After my friends are safe, then we'll think about it. No, I'll hold you a debt. I'll get out from under this sooner than, faster than when you can get them out, and then we'll have a real problem. I'm just gonna keep uncovering Umbi. No way. Yeah, I'm I'm down, but uh, player Brandon says Tessie's the storm is also Tessie the liar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Has she lied about anything yet? She's a pirate. She lies, Julia. Yeah. But still, having a pirate, like, captain indebted to you is a good thing. No, I, I would like to make that work, but first I'm going to make sure that I, I get Umbi up. Cool. I, and I can heal Umbi once we're, once we're yeah. good. Tessie is trying to use her spider body to get out from underneath the rubble. And she's moving and she's having a, a t- she's having a tough time getting out of there. Can't- I suggest you, if you're not going to take my charity and you're going to walk out with... You're going to walk out with with something that belongs to me and doom all of Verticello. You better leave right now before before somebody catches you, and that's that someone's going to be me. Mm, I want to help. I can't do anything. I want to help. I mean, I've are we still like an initiative or no? You're, or, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. I, I've been like shoveling frantically this whole time. So if if Cami is free, yeah, you can get yeah, do that yeah. while I work on Umbi. Let's let's yeah, you it. can get Cami free. That's fine. Yeah. Great. Cammy is gonna nerf football Nani. Uh, can someone whistle for me? No. Bad. Terrible. Tweet. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Is there any part of Piney that is at least like available, like poking out, sticking out? Yeah, I'll give you a hand. Great. Nani's little tentacle is going to touch Piney. And is going to cast a first level cure wounds. Oh, that's fine. Do it on the enemy first. No, I, I think <laughs> you're, you're knocked out, Brandon. I can't. I can't hear you. On. I can hear you. Listen, that's why I threw Nani. I can also come and do yes. the same cure wounds, and that's the last of my first level spells. But yes. yeah, so I'm gonna cast one on Piney and one on Umbi once he is a little bit more unburied. Sure. And I get to use my first background. Ooh. Ooh, what's that? 
My background is healer of the earth. Anytime using a healing spell, scale up by one size dice. So oh. for instance, 1d4 to 1d6. But in the case of cure wounds, it goes from a 1d8 to a 1d10 plus my spellcasting modifier. Ooh, cool. that's cool. I like that feature yeah. a lot. All right, I'm going to throw that down. Hold on one sec. Hell yeah, this is very cool. Ooh, okay. That's good for Umbi. And that's fine for Piney. That's all we need. So Piney is going to get four HP and Umbi is going to get 11 HP back. Does that just stabilize me at zero? No, it brings you up to 11 HP. Okay, yeah. You're still pinned underneath the, the bridge. I mean, though. yeah, is he almost free because I've been... I've been focusing on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that we're 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 getting there for right. sure. I want to do. Yeah. I want to do this thing. So Nani, you nerf football Nani over there. Mm -hmm. Four points of healing to Piney. What does this look? What does cure wounds look like from you? Cure wounds, I think, kind of looks like the idea of it. Almost like flows out like tea with a sort of gold sparkle within it and just seeps into the wounds of the person who is being healed mm. and they they close up to a certain extent depending on how much the healing does cool wonderful Jesus, this rolling like dog shit. Both Piney and Tezzy the Storm are still caught underneath the rubble, but Piney, Piney's hand lying slack there gives a little bit of movement in their in their Piney fingers, in their needles. In the yeah, Piney in the in the needles for sure. <laughs> See, we understand the value of friendship, and uh, Troy is gonna fire his crossbow to like right above where Tessie's head is and wrap the end of the rope that fires out of it onto Piney's wrist so they're lashed together. <laughs> okay. Tessie reaches out one spider hand with like little, little like little fingers on the end of it and grabs one of Nani's tentacles. And like Tessie can't like lift her head up or her, her spider body head to look at you so she can only look at, at Nani just barreling Nani's two octopus eyes, and I feel like you could feel it inside of you, Cammy. <laughs> if you refuse to give my glasses back to me, the least you can do is get to the salmon and reset everything. That's what the planter wants. You don't water plants that you want to thrive. Do it. I know you can. I know you will. I will continue to do everything in my power to get there, but if you do it ahead of me, if you take something of mine, then the least you could do is try to upend the table for me. The table needs upending. And Nani's gonna come back, is gonna slurp her tentacles out of Tessie's reach and is going to snag the yellowing newspaper on the way back to join Cammy. Yeah, you can take the newspaper as well. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Piney, are you all right? <laughs> there's a brick. There's a brick immediately inside me. What? <laughs> Hard, but. And uh, seeing that uh, that Umbi is at least awake, Troy will uh, will clear some stuff off of Piney, and I I would love Eric to uh, investigate for the amber if it's still in Piney's. Yeah, uh, sure. Make make a stealth roll for me. Thanks, Amanda. I worked hard for that amber. 
19 plus 2 for 21. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You reach you reach in there and you pop the amber. The the rubble has created a full when you move some stuff off, the rubble yeah. has created a full circle inside of Piney, a full hole, and that's where the amber is kind of sitting there. Troy's gonna palm that and uh do one of those bro things where like he grasps one of Piney's forearms to like sit him up a little bit so he can start clearing off the rubble himself. Nice. You better leave. <laughs> you better leave. Sounds good. The book deposit the book depository. The book depository armada's gonna follow you out. In like a don't come back here or in an attack us way. We saved your buddy's life, don't forget that. And that's why you're leaving here with what and that's why you're leaving here with something that's so important to me. Sounds good. Alright. <laughs> Troy's gonna help Umbi up. Thanks. Do I get though <laughs> a bunch of the a bunch of the goons are like, do I get worker do I get workers cop for falling through the ceiling? <laughs> My leg! Hell yeah, what do you do? Cammy retrieves Nani and is like, alright, well, mission successful. <laughs> we'll never see you again. Everybody's gonna yeah, walk out the door. I liked your books. Goodbye. Umby. Umby. What? Help me, I'm stuck under some rubble, please. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about Chi. <laughs> oh, yeah. Grandpa, um, we gotta go. I'll be, you have a debt to me, please. Oh, yeah, do. you do have a debt to her. Can I walk over to, uh, sorry, can I hobble over to Chi and <laughs> hand her a teleportation bomb? Ooh. I, don't, I don't know how to activate this. I'm too You just old. throw it. You just throw it. And then I can't what? throw it for you, though. And then I have to hit power? And then guide? <laughs> no, you just throw it. There's no, it's not electric. Just throw the goddamn circle. Where do the I have to be on channel three? <laughs> How do I connect to the television? <laughs> just roll it. Do it now. All right. Okay. <laughs> it bounces a few uh, feet away, and then a big portal opens up underneath the rubble, and all the rubble goes through the portal and up through another one while maintaining gravity. So, like, everything, both Raz and all of the, the rubble, like, pops up and then slams back to the ground. Yes, I love that. Okay, I thought you meant she just, like, went from one space under the rubble to another space under the rubble. No, like, all the rubble, like, disperses, but it all falls around her, and she, like, lands on her feet. Cool, cool, cool. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then she lands on her feet. Like, I'll never forget this. And remember, if you forego a debt with an overstock promise, the Assassin Death Squad will get you. What? Come, come on. <laughs> That's nice and all, but that doesn't exist. Come on, let's go. You know, I know you're just saying it for the children, but you know it exists. Can I do an inside check Raz, on that? Raz, you're concussed. Let's go. I'm going to really quickly do an inside check on yeah. that. Yeah, sure. Oh, bad. Uh, I think it's seven. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> There's weird stuff coming out of Overstock. You can only imagine, like, someone with, like, a sniper rifle could shoot could shoot someone down from a thousand feet away while, while wrapped up in wonderful silks. Whoa. It's like a real thing where there's like, there are like the pieces of a sniper rifle and a really big Bible, and then they assemble all of it. <laughs> that's the vibe. That's like the vibe we're going for with an overstock assassin. Love it. That's amazing. So nobody owes anybody any debts, and now we all know that the things what make up a barrel is called a stave. Okay? <laughs> I'm going to this. You better get out. <coughs> I'm going to. 
The Arbot is gonna take you down as you leave here. Go now. I give you a head start. I'm, let's, let's leave. Let's go. Let's out of here. Yeah, as quick as we can. I'll support Umbi as we go. Get rid of your bracelets, everyone. Yeah, Troyce is back up on those trees. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like it. Maybe you're as you're running out of the book depository. Um, pause real fast, Eric. Sure. And Julia, Amanda, I guess you can veto me if you would like to. Yeah. I want to know. Throw another bomb on this building. Just make it all collapse. No. No. I, we just spend time and energy getting these people to be like, you're not bad. And they're not. They just said they're going to try to kill us still. Well, we did steal a very important thing, and I think she is letting us go. So I would prefer. I think it's fair. I would prefer to maintain our lead because we stole an important pair of glasses, and I don't want her armada to, like, kill our ship, which has no XP, and it's fighting. Okay. I thought Julie wanted me to be a pirate, but. I guess we're going to be coward pirates. I do want you to be a pirate, but maybe we could blow up the ships that come and attack us rather than (laughs) the people we just made a solid deal with. I don't know. I don't trust Eric with the DM glove on, but I obviously will respect my my colleagues here and not blow up the building. Cool. That's what I would like if I have a a vote. I would like to vote uh, no blow up a building, please. All right. What do you all do? Hot exit time, y'all. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, we hustle towards the boat. Good trip to the theme park. I love from outside. Maybe there's like a camera set up that just like the night. It's the night sky with like the lights inside of the book depository building, and then you hear like like you see it from a few minutes ago, and you hear. <laughs> and then the three of you running Scooby out. Scooby-Doo music. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And Dusty. You, you like run out from underneath an arch that's like double-sided. So when you come in, this says, welcome to Book Depository Island. And then on the other side, it says, as you're running, it says, have a booktastic day. As all of you throw <laughs> your bracelets into a garbage can. Yeah. Yeah, we'll run down the same entryway that we came in. And um, hopefully the Sea Whip is where we left her. Yeah. All right, Harold, let's go. Oh, you're back so soon. I was Harold and I got really deep in a hundred card war game. Wow. We need to leave. Did you tell Harold to prep and let's go? I'm always ready. If you don't have to, you don't have to stop getting ready. If you always stay ready. Yeah. <laughs> that is fair. We saw that carved into a table in a tavern once. <laughs> Hottest exit of all, Harold. Let's go. All right, everyone, get to your stations. Troy, real quick, before we leave, make sure Havana's got the thing that we uh, just almost died for. Ah, yes. Before we leave. Uh, and Troy will pull Tropicana into a hug, and in the in the hug... <laughs> I love as a, you so much, my man. I love you, I love you, Havana, <laughs> like a brother, and then uh, he's going to slip his hand into Havana's pocket and grab the glasses. Yeah, they're still there. They're good. Okay. Got Are it. you going to try to take them back? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Sl- a slide of hand. A lot well, of slide of hand from Troy. Yeah, yeah, that's a 17 plus 2, 19. That's good. Yeah, dog. <laughs> yeah, you t- yeah, you pop him out. He never, he never even knew. He just th- Havana just thinks you two are really good brothers. Great. As he should. I mean, two things can be true, Eric. Yeah. Yeah. Troy will uh, will put those uh, in his own coat pocket and head on up to the wheel. Hell yeah. All right. All of you get to your stations. What do you Tell me about your stations, folks. I think this time Cammy is on the aft of the ship and is going to use her usual shape water effect to push the ship a little bit faster out of the island. I love Cammy as navigator (laughs) here. It's like, I can look at the stars. Also, I make the ship go faster. Yeah. That's great. I love that. 
Uh, Ambi's obviously on the battlements, mm. on the cannons. Yeah, and try steering. In my head, and I know that's not true, but I really like to imagine it's like Luke in the fucking Millennium Falcon. I like that. <laughs> like you're, si- you're sitting down and there's just like three cannons and you get to swivel around. I mean, that'd be cool as hell, yeah. That could, cool yeah, as hell. yeah be Might it. as well. Yeah. We said you have like a little grandpa chair, right? Yeah. There are two different chairs, I think, on either side of the ship because you can't turn all the way around, but I like the idea that, that you could do that. Me too. I like it. I'm into it. Hell yeah. Troy, you're doing a K-turn out of the VIP, <laughs> the VIP parking lot? Yes. We're speeding right. as speedily as we can speed. Yeah. Havana holds onto the side for dear life while noticeably turning green, which is weird for a blood orange. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as Harold pulls all the levers and ropes and unfurls the sail and gets the sea whip chugging along out to sea. Now, which way are y'all heading? I don't think we should go back to the hole immediately. I think our normal protocol, in case we're ever tracked, would be to go generally in the right direction, but, you know, 10 or 15 degrees off, at least to begin. Like, you know how when you take off for an airport, the plane goes kind of like the wrong way and then the turn around goes the right way? So I think we will go generally in the direction of the holes, but in a path that would take us far past it if we went, like, if we followed that exact trajectory. Yeah, for sure. I didn't know if you were wanting to go to Lake Encounter, but that's fine. If y'all just want to fucking haul ass. I think we should get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, I think at this point... I don't want to get murdered. I mean, it's not smart to. I want to as a player, but we're, I don't want to die. We could always return one of these days. That's true. Hell yeah. All right. As the Sea Whip picks up speed as you head in the general direction towards the hold, you break through the tide around Book Depository Island. No one is waving back to you this time, uh, and you get out into open water. And that's when you see behind you, pulling out from behind the book depository, are three ships with spider silk sails coming up fast. (laughs) I'll sing you a song that all green folk know until, until the world.